Good morning from Charlotte. I'm James Briard, and we are without a doubt in a weather-aware day across the Carolinas. This update for you, active for this Thursday, recorded as of midnight, where the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma, had much of the Carolinas in an enhanced risk for seeing severe weather. You'll recall that is a Tier 3 out of 5, and that stretches along the I-85 corridor in South Carolina into portions of Charlotte, just coming into the southern portion of the Greensboro area. It also includes portions of the Midlands like Columbia. It tapers off just as we get down towards the shore, uh, where the coastal communities all in both North Carolina and South Carolina, as well well as inland areas like Raleigh, Greensboro proper, and into the foothills of western North Carolina are in a slight risk, a tier 2 out of 5, with everyone else there in the higher elevations into a marginal risk for seeing severe weather. All forms of severe weather are in play. A lot of people always think about tornadoes. That bullseye area I first mentioned where they had the enhanced risk has as high of a chance of seeing a 5% chance of seeing a tornado, which is, you know, a little bit on the higher side uh, than we see a lot of times. It's certainly, you know, not as high as a precipitation confidence when we talk about the chances of seeing rain when we're talking 60, 70, 80% chance of seeing rain. But again, a 5% chance that uh, we could see a tornado or two within that area is certainly something to watch. But the real threat will be winds, a 30% chance of seeing winds greater than 50 knots over 60 miles an hour across that central portion of uh, South Carolina. That would be the Midlands, again, up into the Charlotte area, even out towards Fort Bragg and Fayetteville uh, has the highest chance of seeing damaging winds, but all in all, every square inch of the Carolinas will have a chance of seeing damaging wind. Not so much a hail setup, but we will need to talk a lot about flooding, especially over portions of western North Carolina into those higher elevations. You might actually see less in the form of that quote-unquote traditional severe weather, such as a severe thunderstorm warning or a tornado, but you are going to see an excessive amount of rainfall. We're talking rainfall, uh, total rainfall accumulations in some place four, five, six, seven inches of rain are possible. And so in those higher elevations, all the way down into the Charlotte metro area and all along the Interstate 77 corridor in North Carolina and the I-85 corridor in upstate South Carolina, we do have a moderate risk uh, for seeing flash flooding. So we have anywhere from a 20 to 50% chance of seeing flash flooding conditions occurring in those areas as we go through all portions of Thursday. And that has to do a little bit about what you're seeing outside your window right now if you're listening to me here on Thursday morning. Just past midnight, matter of fact, as I'm recording here in Charlotte, the first of the rain is beginning to arrive here in the metro. It was raining earlier in the areas to my west, and now that rain will spread across all of the Carolinas. 100% chance of seeing rain across the Carolinas today. A lot of it could be moderate to heavy at times, but it'll really ramp up with several waves. One during the morning rush, one at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon along the I-7 corridor and then of course that will also then be moving from west to east and then another round around dinner time at least here in the charlotte area a little bit later as you may uh, look at that forecast for the coastal areas but what's going to happen during those waves is really when we could be watching for isolated rotation and even some heavier winds but the ground the ground is going to be really saturated from this persistent rain that we are seeing so even as the skies open up at those points and bring us uh, some pretty heavy rainfall rates we 
need to keep in mind that because it's been raining now uh, for several hours on end throughout much of the day, the ground is very saturated. So when you start mixing in some of those stronger winds, uh, it probably won't take much to bring down trees in certain areas. Let's talk a little bit more about flooding. Flooding is certainly a concern here uh, where I live, where we have the Catawba River flowing uh, right down kind of that Interstate 77 corridor, and it's going to be bringing all of that excessive rain from the mountains. So not only do we need to talk about uh, the result of that excessive rain in the mountains where we could be seeing things like mudslides or landslides or rock slides, uh, but we could also be seeing flooding. They could be flooding of low-lying areas, poor drainage areas, but especially along creeks and rivers where all of that water is going to be flowing into and then downstream. So you know who you are, but if you live anywhere along those rivers, uh, expect that that water could be rising and you're going to need to watch that especially closely throughout the day and highly suggest as we now have a flash flood watch in effect that you have a plan ready to implement if you see that water rising towards you. Matter of fact, uh, mention a I'm going to go that flash flood watch as I'm recording here at midnight is in effect for all of Western North Carolina, the entire I-77 corridor as far to the east as Greensboro and into Raleigh. It tapers off right now as you get a little bit closer to the coast. We could see that expanded as we go through the morning hours in South Carolina. That's for the upstate and for portions of Columbia where we have this flash flood watch guidance. Again, the ground is like a saturated sponge. So as more and more rain continues to not only fall from the sky, but to flow down downstream, the environment of the ground is going to have to try to manage all of that water. And that's why we could be seeing uh, flooding again of those low-lying areas and along streaks, uh, creeks and streams. Excuse me. Uh, also, we think of areas like Mountain Island Lake in the northern suburbs of Charlotte, which last June during an excessive rain event saw water rise very quickly into portions of their neighborhood. That is a scenario you've heard us talk about before on our podcast podcast because not only is that mother nature at play here but we also have dams along the waterways for Lake Norman and for Lake Wiley that have been opened up in the last 24 to 48 hours to try to lower those water levels now in anticipation of more water coming down the waterway here today on Thursday into Friday as well too so we're going to be watching very closely some of those coastal communities uh, to see how they're managing again with all of that excessive water runoff. That is going to be a big factor. What can you do right now, whether you're listening at home as you're getting ready to head out the door or maybe you're already heading out the door? A couple things you can do. You, of course, want to stay weather aware. You're going to want to wait to get weather warnings throughout the day. As much as I appreciate you listening to this podcast, this is not a way to get weather warnings. You need them in real time. So you need a weather radio or weather app uh, and close access and proximity to TV and radio in order to stay up to date for maybe a potential tornado warning, but also flash flood warnings is something we'll have to watch for very closely as well too and of course we can't rule out a severe thunderstorm warning that's where anytime we see uh, the potential or the presence of damaging wind it's going to come out as a severe thunderstorm warning the other thing you can do is keep your phone fully charged keep your car gassed up and anticipate 
power outages as trees potentially start coming down later today in those saturated grounds as well as those uh, heavy to severe winds uh, we can anticipate seeing power outages throughout the area so have your phone charged up have a flashlight someplace you know where it is with working batteries and some sort of radio again to get information off of am and fm but the best radio you can also have would be a one with a NOAA weather band that will continue to update you uh, if weather warnings are issued. Matter of fact, the one I have at home also has a little solar panel on it and a hand crank. So if uh, we ever did get into a prolonged event, I'd be able to recharge it and keep some of my most critical devices running. Okay, that's a lot of information coming at you real fast. The best thing you can do today is stay weather aware, travel slowly, leave yourself extra time. If you don't have to go out, stay inside. And of course, at any point, if you encounter a flooded roadway, you've heard it before. We'll say it again. Turn around. Don't drown. You don't know how deep that water is or whether or not the roadway is still intact underneath that. So again, uh, check in with your local media, your local governments, uh, and uh, we will keep you up to date as well here on the social media platforms of the Carolina Weather Group throughout the day as we continue to monitor this severe weather day across the Carolinas on this Thursday, February the 6th, 2020. For now, from Charlotte, I'm James Briarton. Thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk to you again real soon.